ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the news beat presented to you by Ladies Like and Jay Santino. Follow, follow the beat, follow the beat from the studio to the street. Info with the flow, keeps you sharp and in the know. Sit back, relax, enjoy the news, follow. Uganda has a controversial history when it comes to issues of education and sexuality. Remember in 1990s, the days of FBC. Abstain, be faithful, use condoms. That was Uganda's most successful HIV campaign. Then sex education got banned. But now, things might change again. The Ministry of Education and Sports has approved a sexuality education framework. I'm curious to see how that will work. The framework was developed over the last two years and different stakeholders contributed with their expertise. But will there be any religious or political opposition? Apparently, not because the framework was developed together with different institutions. Interestingly, there are different educational packages for learners of different ages and even primary school pupils will receive sex education. According to Daily Monitor, half of the pregnancies in Uganda are unplanned and HIV in the country is also rampant. Therefore, it's a good thing that the youth get sexuality education so they know how to protect their bodies from sexuality transmitted diseases and unwanted pregnancies. According to Mrs. Yenati Museveni, if you educate a girl child, you educate a nation. Well, we have to agree on that one at least. Children and youth armed with knowledge will grow up to live more responsibly. That's right. Instead of stigmatizing sex and feeling ashamed about it, let's the conversation and start talking about it. An informed person will make better decisions. So if you ask me, Uganda is more than ready for sex education. According to a report by the United Nations, Uganda has the deadliest roads in the region. When you walk, look left and right because accidents happen day and night. In Uganda, 10 people die daily on the roads, in part because drivers are reckless on the roads and the government has not yet improved on the roads. There are ditches and potholes on many major roads. More and more trucks drive overloaded on the roads and border borders are out of control on the roads. On Kampala's congested streets, pedestrians are knocked off their feet. Over years, border accidents have risen and today they claim the most victims. What's the cost? Every year, over 3,000 lives are lost. Accidents cost Uganda trillions of shillings in productivity and medical billing. Experts blame accidents on poor infrastructure and on poor road safety culture taught by careless driving instructors. The government's response on the matter is to take the UN as a partner. There is no clear plan about the situation, no map to safer transportation. Let's hope they are quick to take action. Today we bring you a special feature on a citizen hero serving an entire culture. Follow MC Loy with this report. Follow the flow and don't miss a word. Make the man they call a walking encyclopedia. The man preserving the culture of Bachiga. The man by the name of Festo Caramera. At 93 years old, he's still fit for his age. He works as a consultant on culture and language. And as an author, editor and interpreter. But he's best known for books published in Ruchiga. Caramera was born in 1925. He avoided World War II. He stayed alive. He stuck to schooling and knowledge. And went as far as Dhaka Teachers College. He also saw himself as a teacher. Specializing in English and vernacular, but his destiny was to become an author and record the traditions of the Bachiga. Today he has more than 20 books to his name, something that has earned him widespread fame. But there is another way he shared his wisdom. In 1975, he opened the Chichiga Museum to preserve Chiga heritage for future generations. For his work, Karimera has received recognition, praise for his efforts in culture conservation. He's been honored by UCU and Makerere University and appreciated by the local government ministry. We salute our citizen hero, Pesto Karimera, for his dedication to saving the culture of Bachiga. I'm MC Loy, reporting for Newsbeat. Hey, check out my new superhero weapon. Ha! Where did you get 
Gathered from. I saw it in a superhero movie from Senegal. A visionary crew there is making superhero movies, but different from the kind you know. And unlike Black Panther, their budget is extremely low. Back in 2015, The Legend of Sandman came out, set up as a mock superhero movie, but it was loved by the crowd. For a movie that started as a joke, it became real popular. With 29,000 views, Sandman is now a YouTube star. The main character of a movie is a young hero protecting his people from thieves. He fights petty criminals with his magic sandals, beating them on the head with his unusual weaponry. That's just too funny. It is, but for Sandman's producer, business is serious. We have to respect this crew, who even made it to BBC News. Jin Jack too is a co-producer. Together with his creatives, he made some awesome comic books, which he blended into the movie and gave it Marvel-like looks. With witty storytelling and nice special effects, the Sandman films prove that African cinema can shine without outside assistance. Such projects of passion show there's a will to grow and a film industry that's purely African. So, while in Uganda we enjoy action movies from Wakaliwood, Senegal watches Sandman throwing his sandals for a greater good. And the Sandman sequel is now also available. Get some data and get on their YouTube channel, Send Network, and enjoy African filmmakers' hard work. That was the news on the beat. Next week will be another hit. Still ladies like I'm Jay Sentino, reporting live and direct with love and respect. Follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat. Yes, follow the beat. Follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat. Yes, follow the beat.